Welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. Here, you're going to find education, entertainment, and a little inspiration on how to get to the next level. Are you a DJ company owner that's looking for the secret sauce? Congrats, you found it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Million Dollar Multi-Op Podcast. I'm your host, David Osborne with BlueprintLearn.com. I'm coming to you guys today with a nice, scratchy, sultry voice. Yeah, I've got a little cold. You know, if you know me, you know the show must go on. I'm not one to bow out of responsibilities. I'm not one to uh, put things off. So I'm getting this done. And we've got this is a very timely podcast. New Year's is right around the corner. And this is a solo cast about the framework of setting goals. So I want to make sure I got this out to you guys in time. Otherwise, you know, I don't want this thing popping off in February when we've already got a month or six weeks into the year. Now, I wasn't always great at setting goals. It took, a, it took a long time. It took a process. It took learning from other people and being a student of goal setting. I think every time I listen to someone else talk about goal setting, I learn a new thing. And I've had a process for a few years that I've loved. And this year, I'm going to tweak it a little bit. I learned some stuff from Kristen on the last podcast about how she sets goals. And I got reminded about Zig Ziglar. And I've listened to a few other podcasts. Uh, my friend Jason Clock posted something on his Instagram the other day about uh, the way he sets his goals. Uh, I heard Matt Radicelli talk this year about goal setting. And I think it's just such an important thing because uh, sometimes we can feel like goal setting can feel like this icky New Year's resolution kind of thing, or it's a flash in the pan, or I want to lose some weight. And I think the reason why a lot of us get disenfranchised with goal setting is because we fail a lot and we don't set the goals that we, we have for ourselves. So it's easy to just think that goals are can be nonsensical, but I think that goals are, are, are the thing that help you transform from who you are today to who you want to be. If you think back 10 years ago, you were likely a very different version of yourself. And every year, I think you need to be evolving. You need to, like a, like a caterpillar, get in that cocoon. You need to evolve into the next year's butterfly, right? You need to spread those wings and, and be the next version of you. You need to have that constant improvement. So today I'm going to go through a great framework of how you can set goals. This is a way, not the way, but is a way that I have found success setting goals. And I think that you will as well. Let's, let's just dive right in. Uh, first is I want you to start thinking about reflecting. So much of the important work in life comes from looking inward, getting reflective, getting quiet, uh, and self-awareness. So the first thing you need to do, and I, and I encourage you, there's so many people listening to this podcast that are just straight out hustlers, people that are constant doers, that are working well over 100 events a year, that are growing companies. And the thing that you have to do, and honestly, this is a great week to do it. If you're listening it between Christmas and New Year's, this is a week where a lot of stuff doesn't happen. Uh, a lot of businesses are shut down. A lot of restaurants are closed. You have to take a few hours. You have to get out of your office, get out of your home, get out of your normal environment. I know some people that book hotel rooms for this. I know people that book Airbnbs for this. I know people that go on four-hour hikes for this. I know people that just sit uh, in a park nearby for a few hours to do this. But you have to change up your physical environment. You have to shut off all your distractions, turn off the phone, turn off the Apple Watch, turn off all the things that call for your attention. Actually put this on your calendar. You know, for example, 
December 28th from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. I'm going to go to the Memorial Park and I'm going to sit on a bench and I'm going to work on my goals. You have to take this time to be reflective. So once you're in this spot, once you're sitting down, the very first thing is to be reflective, right? And I want you to listen to yourself. Listen to the natural thoughts that come out of your head and, and don't edit them. Don't judge them. Just listen to them. Are you still excited about what you're currently working on and the trajectory of your life? I am, and I'm ready to double down. I'm ready to triple down on everything I'm doing, but I don't always feel that way year after year. There's been some years where I just felt like I was in a huge need of change. And I don't mean burnt out. Burnt out is like temporary change. You just need a break. But I mean like real change because I used to be a teacher and there was a point years ago where I realized I needed to change my career. Maybe you need to change a relationship. Maybe you need to change your physical environment. Uh, there's a thing called a seven-year itch, and it's a real thing. It's a super real thing. Back in 2004, I was student teaching in a high school, a high school band, and the guy who was my lead teacher, Kerry Bryant, he told me, he taught me this, every seven years, he changes his career, even if he's happy in his career. And I'm like, I don't know if you should do this, but this is what he did. So he said, okay, at year seven, he's going to look for a new school to work at. At year 14, he's going to look at a different level, maybe go from middle school to high school. At year 21, he's going to try to be a fine arts coordinator because he needed to keep it fresh. So maybe you need that in your life, but really listen to yourself. Are you content? Are you not content? Is there a yearning inside of you that's, that's, that's budding and you got to listen to that, that friction? Pay attention and really be honest with yourself. This is the most important step. Because if you overlook it, if you pretend like you're fine, you're going to miss out on the rest. So take some notes, write this down, pause it if you need to. If you're driving, pull over, make some notes, reflect. Okay, next, second step is to realize. That means to actualize and visualize what's happening. I want you to think one year in the future, the end of 2024. Close your eyes. This is not now. This is what you're going to do when you're on the park bench or in that Airbnb. Close your eyes and imagine and visualize what your life is going to look like, whether you change something or you don't. What life milestones are coming up? You know, maybe you're, celebrating, <clears throat> maybe you're celebrating a 10-year anniversary, or you have a kid graduating high school, or maybe you want to start a family, or you want to buy a house, or I mean... Anything that's a, a major milestone, is it happening in the next year? What kinds of things are going to mark your life of the next year? Uh, a couple of years ago, I turned 40. That was a big deal. It's a milestone. What do you want that year to look like? Are you still doing what you're doing? Are you not? Do you need to make more money because you have a kid going to college? What is the actual real life going to look like in a year? Step three is to brainstorm. Now, this is, I think this is fun. And I think a lot of you out there, if you're anything like me, or if you're any, okay, basically, if you're a human being, you're going to have some self-judgment. You're going to have some self-editing. You're going to throw out an idea and you're going to immediately cross it off before it even makes to the paper. So I want you to promise me something that whether you take notes on your phone or you write it down with paper, you're going to write down every single idea, whether it's good, bad, indifferent, crazy, doesn't matter. If it's outrageous, like 
you might say, I want to sail a boat to Bali. And that could be insanity. I still want you to write it down. I want you to write down every single idea that you have in these different categories because we're going to edit them later. Okay. Just get the ideas out of your head and onto paper so that you can see them. Um, up until 2020, until now, up until the end of 23, I've always set my goals in four categories. And those are business, relationships, health, and finance. And I would, you know, pick a couple goals in business, a couple in relationships, a couple in health, and a couple in finance. And that's just how I've always done things. It's been simple and it's worked for me for a long time. This year, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper and I'm going to take some inspiration from Kristen Hubbard because she talked about Zig Ziglar's seven wheels. So he, here's the seven mental, spiritual, physical, family, financial, personal, and career. So you're going to make categories. You're going to put a, a little head, heading, a little headline for each one of these things. And you're going to write down things that you would like to improve, things that you're striving for. Uh, here's some examples for mental health. This could be things like, I would like to see a therapist. Or I would like to have more peace. I would like to have more joy in my day-to-day -day life. Spiritual. If you're, a, if you're a church-going person, or you go to temple or mosque or whatever you do, maybe you want to attend more. Maybe you want to attend less. Maybe you want to rekindle your beliefs. Maybe you are agnostic or atheist and you want to lean into your belief of uh, nature and spirituality in that manner. Maybe you want to take more yoga classes. Maybe you want to practice meditation. But we're all spiritual people, whether you believe in something or not. So that is a category that's worth your time. Physical. Where do you want to be physically? Your weight, your fat percentages, your, uh, do you want to run a marathon? Do you want to bench press your, your body weight? What kinds of things do you want to do physically? Family. This could be your kids. This could be your um, spouse. This could be your significant other. This could be your parents, your sisters, your brothers, step-siblings. Do you want to see them more? How much off? How often do you want to see them? Uh, do you want to take trips with them? Do you want a vacation with them? Do you want to buy them gifts? Like, what does this look like? Do you want to do one-on-one -on -one activities with them? You want to take, you know, whatever that might mean for your family. Financial. This could be how much money do you want to save? Do you want to have an emergency fund? Do you want to make more money in your salary at a day job? Which most of you listening are, you know, uh, self-employed. So, are you going to pay yourself more? Do you have the business structure necessary to pay yourself a salary? Are you an S corporation? If you know what that means, you know, are you going to transition from an LLC to an S corporation? Are you going to start a side hustle? Are you going to start another division? Right? What are you? What are we doing financially? Are we saving for a house? Are we starting a Roth IRA? Personal. Personal goals are. What kind of adventures do you want to have? What kinds of things do you want to buy? What kind of person do you want to show up as in the world? And then lastly is career. For some of you that are listening, you're aspiring multi-op owners. I want to own a multi-op and I want to quit my day job. Or I want to speak on stage at a conference. Or I want to grow my team. Or, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Take on a partner. I, I spend some time going through all this process because I think a lot of times we get stuck and we find a lot of self-doubt. 
I, I don't want you to edit anything. Resist the urge to edit anything and just flow. Just let it go. Let that pen work. Let those thumbs type and get it in there, right? Next step. Give yourself a few minutes of a break in between the brainstorm and the filter. Filter's the next step because I need you to see this list with fresh eyes. So if you're out in a, uh, out, outside, put the list away for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and do some exercise or, or, or move around. If you're in that Airbnb, go grab lunch, go get a snack, take a break, get your eyes and your brain focused on another thing, because you're gonna come back to this list a little bit separated from what you wrote a few minutes earlier. And you're gonna do a term that, uh, it, it might be a common term, but I've heard Matt Radicelli say, you're going to de-dupe. You're going to de-duplicate all these things, right? So you're going to start looking across all of the areas, all of the things that you've got on all of your lists, and you're going to start combining things. So things that sound similar, things that are, um, I want to take a, an expensive family vacation and I want to save, or I want to have an excess profit of $20,000. Those two things could be related because you might need that $20,000 to take an expensive vacation, right? So you want to start finding like ideas that are related. And I think for me, this is one of the best ways that I execute goals is I start to find the things that are like, alike. So start combining things. And any things that are repeat things, you're going to cross them off the list. And you want to really narrow this list down and distill it down to the most common things that you're saying over and over and over and over again. The next step is you're going to prioritize, right? You want to find those things on your list. You may have 23 things on your list. By the time you filter it out, you might have a long list. And I'm going to tell you that all of them are important. However, some of them are more important than others. So I need you to take some time and prioritize. If you could pick one, two, or maybe three things on that list, which are the things that are gonna bring you the furthest as a human and make the biggest impact for the legacy you wanna create and have the biggest impact for your family and serve your priorities in life the most. Those are the things we're gonna lead with. And now this part here, I know a lot of people that do this. And so I want you to start thinking of how all of these things might fit together. How do these things theme together, right? So. I want you to be as thematic, thematic and focused as possible because too many goals in too many areas will dilute your energy and almost have like a theme for the year. You know, like if you could have a subtitle for 2024, 2024 is the year of blank. Maybe it's 2024, the year of saving money. 2024, the year of gratitude. 2024, the year of self-expression. 2024, the year of clear communication. 2024, the year of adventure. 2024, the year of fitness. 2024, the year of self-love. So for me, 2023 was the year of saving. I was trying to save money in my family. 2024, for me, is going to be a year of buying back my time and finding ways that I can delegate that cost money, hiring professionals, hiring subcontractors in an administrative way to help me be able to do my best work in other areas. Okay, moving on. We just got to have a couple steps left. Next, we want to create smart goals out of this, right? 
You just need to have a handful of what I call SMART goals. These are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound goals. So that spells, that spells SMART. Specific, S, M, measurable, A, achievable, R, relevant, and T, time-bound. So these are goals that are actually measurable because you gave them specific criteria that you can say, yes, I did that, or no, I didn't do that. How many times do we fail with a goal because we didn't give it any specifics? I want to lose weight in 2023. Well, if you lose half a pound, you met your goal. And then you gain seven, (laughs) you went backwards. So a SMART goal would be something like, I want to lose five pounds. That's very specific. It's measurable. It's achievable. If I said I want to lose 150 pounds when I only weigh 170, right? That's, that's not really achievable without being un- unsafe, right? Is it relevant? Does it make any sense towards what I'm trying to achieve? And is it time-bound? I have to give myself a deadline. I want to lose five pounds by St. Patrick's Day. Okay, that's a very clear thing because that gives you something that you can reverse engineer to create a plan for. Here's some other examples. I want to learn to play and sing three songs on guitar by Labor Day. That gives you nine months. That gives you nine months to break down the different steps to get there. I want to exercise three times a week. That's something you have to be consistent with all year, right? I want to build an emergency fund of three months of expenses by December the 1st. These are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And I'm going to tell you that if you choose a large goal, a huge goal for 2024 that you can accomplish by February 1st, you're not thinking big enough. I want you to think bigger. Much, much, much bigger. I want you to think of something that stretches you that's going to take the whole year to achieve. Something huge, something that moves you from where you are now to the transformative version of you a year from now. Now we're going to create a plan. We're going to sit down. We're going to break down all the steps necessary to achieve that goal. This is another area where so many people fail because they create a goal with no action behind it and it just falls right apart. Look at all the people that go to the gym in January and they're not there in March. Okay? You got to think what are the steps necessary, right? What are the resources that you need? So let's talk about, let's use exercising three times a week. What resources do you need? Well, you have to decide what kind of exercise that is. You may have to try out a few different ones, like try out one a week in January. You might need to buy some uh, running shoes. You might need to buy some exercise clothes. You might need a gym membership. Okay, what knowledge do you need? If we're going to use the example of learning to play and sing three songs on the guitar, you need to have the knowledge of how to play the guitar and the knowledge of the different chords and how to transition between the chords and maybe how to sing. You need to have a teacher maybe, right? So who do you need to be connected with to get the information you need in order to do all this? Next are your deadlines. When are you going to break down the process and when are you going to get these things done by? You have to set little benchmarks, little small wins. I like to think about it like climbing a mountain. The peak, the very summit, is your end goal. But you have to break down small goals in in between. 
You know, if you're climbing Mount Everest, there's all these little things you got to work on to get to the top. You got to just make it to base camp. Then there's another checkpoint and then another checkpoint and another checkpoint and another checkpoint. And there's all these different little spots that you can check in, you can camp, you can take a break and you can assess how you're doing. You keep moving. You got to break it down into chunks. You don't always want to start these things in January. You might not be able to start this goal until May. So you need to understand when you're going to start and when you're going to stop. And lastly, and this has got to be my favorite, my very favorite, because this is one of those things that separates goal crushers from, from goal novices. Hear me clearly on this one, because this is the one that is a huge difference maker. What daily actions do you need to take to make progress on your goal? What daily actions do you need to take to move it along? Goal setting and goal achievement requires action and consistent action. The very last step is to schedule it. You need to use your calendar. You're going to need to do monthly check-ins, quarterly check-ins. You're going to need to measure yourself. If you're trying to lose weight, you're going to have to get on a scale regularly and track it and write it down. You have to reward yourself when you do well. You're going to have to have accountability partners and share this with the people in your life that matter to you. You have to tell your loved ones. So this is a very stout, deep process, right? This isn't something that, oh, I'm going to set some goals. It's going to take me 15 minutes, just write down a few things. No, 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 no. If you're serious about growth, you're serious about anything that you want to achieve that matters, it's going to take some work. But I promise you, this is the kind of work that gets you where you want to go. And then a year from now, you're going to be the person that you're dreaming about today. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. Good luck to you in the coming year, and I'll catch you on the next podcast.